Hey, everybody. Welcome back to You're Wrong. Luciano, what's everybody wrong about this week? Hey, Matt. Everybody's wrong about not watching X-Men cartoons from the 90s. That's what everybody's wrong about. Are you serious? We just went through, like, what, an hour of those cartoons? It was, like, uh, it was uh, questionable. Well, what are you saying, Dwight? So, I think, yeah, my biggest issue with um, with the cartoons, well, the animation for one, but let's not go there. It was different technology, all hand-drawn or whatnot, but my the biggest issue I had was how fast and nonsensical the plot went. I'm sure I'm sure Andrew can back me up here. Well, I didn't know we invited traders to, to this thing, man. <laughs> what the hell? I don't Done. think I know Come what on. the actual plot was. Oh wait, no, maybe I think I do. Oh wow. You know what the plot was? What did why did we invite these people here? <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, there's something tangentially related to assassins and stopping the assassin, and the assassin was not who we thought the assassin was. Listen, was all they had was twenty minutes of work of, of space to work with, okay? Yeah. Sounds like a them problem, not a me problem. No, uh, it's a you problem. It's a you problem. Don't worry. <laughs> that's like that's like watching a thirty second video and saying, "Hey, it's your problem that you didn't understand what was going on." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you understand that. <laughs> but it was like um, the plot was moving at such breakneck speed. It was like, oh, uh, what's his face? Bishop was wrangling up mutants, and all of a sudden he's on their side, like in two minutes. It's like, okay, well, sorry, okay, let's let's to cut let's, you off. Yeah. Um, I was going to cover what we actually watched. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe right. maybe who, people <laughs> would want to know about this one too. Maybe this one yeah. is moving it to break next speed as well. Right. Yeah, you're, you, you've done exactly what you're complaining about, which makes your point invalid, but nevertheless. Um, <laughs> well, you're wrong. Wow, that's no, we do that. So the, what we watched is the X-Men, the 1990s era cartoon, uh, the X-Men. And there was a two-part episode covering the Days of Future Past uh, story arc. So I think it was like the first season, episode 11 and 12, something like that. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. So we watched those. We just watched those back to back. And now Dwight apparently has some questions or comments about how it's not good, which confuses me. But Dwight, sure, continue. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was saying earlier, it was um, Bishop was the enemy. He was wrangling up X-Men's and mutants at the beginning. And after like, what, two to three minutes in, uh, the Sentinels turn on him. And then all of a sudden he's on their side. That's a pretty good reason. It's a good reason, but it was like really came out of nowhere. I mean, the it's a really quick setup. It. it is. Yeah. It's like, Hey, yeah. Okay. I'll bring you in. And it's like, okay, they, they don't seem pretty cool. I'm on your side now. Cue the rest of the episodes. Well, I mean, like I said, it, it's, you have to remember this is for like children to watch in like on a Saturday morning. They're not really that interested in, you know, the intricacies of the plot. Like, I don't know if you guys know the actual like comic Days of Future Past plot. It's very convoluted, like way more convoluted than that. They also and, made a movie, right? Not that yeah. they followed the storyline at all, but uh, the movie does a better job of following the comics, but it's also convoluted. Like, it wouldn't work as a cartoon, is what I'm saying. Hmm. Is this a product of? I guess how cartoons were made back then. Cause I believe it's, did they show one new episode every day for a week or is that one new episode a week? Or like no, I think it was like every month? Sunday or whatever. Was it not? Yeah. It's every Sunday, every Saturday. It was like one a week. That's why they have the, the constant, like when we're watching the episodes, they do yeah. the previous stuff all the time. Yeah. Cause I, don't I know, mean, 
you're not wrong. It is a product of how it was done back then. Um, they again, they were trying to, you know, get the attention of like whatever ten year olds. You know, say, hey, this is what happened before. Like, and like the ten year old care, like cares, <laughs> like it's there's lasers and shit. That's all I needed, at least for me. <laughs> that's what, that's uh, all I needed. So what? Yeah, I guess so. What what made it? appealing for you guys back then like what really drew you guys in go ahead man. It, was the, it was the x-men like if you think about it, now you guys are all like living in in the perfect world where everything's all the superhero stuff spoon fed to you every every you know year there's like four or five marvel movies that are awesome and and if you really hate yourself you can watch the dc movies too um but there's so much content back then like there wasn't any good superhero tv shows cartoons movie anything that was x-men was the best by a very wide margin there was a spider-man stuff but it was a little i mean for for christ's sake spider-man didn't walk the background moved behind him like yeah i know that animation is questionable <laughs> at times but that's that's brutal um so this was the best one by far um and and it was like awesome to see the x-men having these adventures fighting you know all the magneto and all his evil people and the sentinels like it was top notch top notch all all the way around for me yeah it was it was kind of like watching the the comics we used to read come to life at least mm. for me that's the, how it, that's how it felt like the the drawing quality is about the same as the animation <laughs> quality on the cartoon <laughs> yeah I can see um, with very few exceptions and so yeah also that intro song is just the best thing ever like there's has never been at least for me, like a better X-Men theme in any other medium ever. Yeah. Can you imagine them just playing in the theater? Like people's I minds would I get can't. blown. Oh yeah. I but, feel like most stuff back then had good theme songs. Well, just nowadays they mm, suck kind of. No. I mean not as like not memorable like this one. Like I can't think of the I can't think of any other cartoon I watched in that era that had the same like I can remember. Spider Man? Yeah, sure. Spider Man, but it was more like it was more like funny than it was like awesome. Yeah, it was like ironic. Yeah. <laughs> what about way. the Batman? The Batman intro song that was. That's true, but that's yeah. that's from the sixties, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. The the na 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 that one. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that's from the sixties. Yeah. That's from that live action show in the sixties with Adam West. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That so is, I, guess, I, I agree with you. That's amazing. Yeah. But yeah. So I guess uh, what made it for you guys was it was pretty much novel at that time. Like there was no. Okay, so I could, I guess the ideas like time traveling, going back in time to save the future. There's like a lot of future tech stuff. Like that, there was that one scene when um, I forgot who it was. Like he had a watch that showed him where to go and whatnot. Or like, oh, that's my Fitbit. I'm like. Yeah, twenty years ago, you'd never think about having yeah. having a screen on your wrist or something, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. That, that was Bishop that did that, by the way. Yeah, yeah so Bishop. I was like, it it seems so innocuous to us because it's like, okay, yeah, we do have watch, we had we do have phones on our wrists, but back then it was like, that is something new. Yeah, back then I had to wait a week for a new episode of a show to show up, like. <laughs> It was yeah. it was hard times, Dwight. Just as bad as the future was for the mutants, that's what <laughs> it was for Luciano and I living in the nineties. Basically, yeah. What yeah. a comparison. What? Are you saying we didn't suffer like they did? Oh yeah, totally. Exactly the same. Watching waiting for cartoons, getting murdered, you know, uh 
Yeah. Well, it's and really having to thing. look at paper maps, man. Like, paper are you maps. kidding me? Oh my god. Listen, Luciano lives in Brazil when he was a kid, so yeah, it was dangerous. For him. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but uh, I'm curious, did you guys? So, once a week cartoons or once a week shows kind of remind me of um, how a couple years back people watched Game of Thrones and everyone's like, oh, so hyped to talk about it. It's like, oh, what happened this week? Uh, did was it the same for like no, cartoons for X Men? Not at all. Um, you're like compare a, a whole episode of Game of Thrones and how much story and <laughs> plot and shit happened in one of those, and now compare one twenty minute cartoon of the same four frames being reanimated over and over. You have to remember that um, this cartoon was definitely made and marketed at kids. I mean, yeah, the idea that you had to tell them what happened in the last episode each time certainly adds credence to that. Um, and and I think the challenge there also is, as kids, you know, our ability to talk <laughs> about something with any meaning is like, did you see the new X Men? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I loved it. Cool. And that's that's basically it. Oh, yeah, you, you talk too. about like the stuff that got blown up, who got killed, who whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You don't care about the actual real plot. You're like, oh yeah, did you see so and so get in that fight with so and so? Yeah. Like so, it's don't... like yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like the 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 requirements out of the show as a kid is is low. It's like show me the X Men, show me the X Men having a cool story and like guys traveling in the from back from the future is that's cool and and they explain the tech and that's cool and it's like you see all these X Men you never heard of before or you did and you you can't see them in a normal show and like so that stuff was all good but it's certainly it's tough when you target our kids because it basically they treated kids like I don't know if it's the same now but kids in the nineties were treated like dummies. Yep. I'm pretty yep. sure. Yeah, it's still it's like dumb, not dumbed down, but it's just like it's like you said. Like there's a short time span. You have 20 minutes to get like the most attention you can get for your show, the most like draw an audience and that kind of stuff. And like, how do you get that? It's basically yeah. like this. And and this is like it was w- very well aimed in terms of like how things like the 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 focus that was given to those cartoons. So. X-Men, this particular cartoons, like it started in 1992. But I th- I'm if I'm not mistaken, it got to Brazil around 94, I want to say. So I was 14. Like seeing like mutants shoot each other with lasers and and like claws and shit. That was like, I don't need anything. I, I don't care about the plot. All I care is like things blowing up. Right. And so they did that very well. And and I, if I recall anything from those days, um, is like talking to my friends about like the cool shit that that happened and the weird stuff. Like I I remember distinctly being mesmerized by why does Bishop have an uh, like a, a scar in the shape of an M on his face? <laughs> and honestly, that that stuck with me forever because I remember the first time I ever played. Uh, the GURPS Supers RPG system, which is exactly what you think it is. It's, you know, just an RPG system for you to build superheroes. I, w- I was keen on like building Bishop and I did, and I made him so ridiculous. Like that's a whole other episode, but like I still had to have the M scar slash tattoo on, on, on the character's eye and, and that kind of stuff. And so what I is remember... the M? Cause I don't know. I don't, like, it's I still so, don't know. No, 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 no. You've had like I do. 30 years to figure this out. No, no, I do know. I do know. So this is from when he was, he was born obviously in 
the future of the the current like timeline and so mutants were branded with an m somewhere on their body to so that everybody knew that they were mutants so that's mm. i if i'm not mistaken that is a firebrand or or maybe a tattoo that's given to them at birth and and the idea is that it's distorted right because he grew and his body grew and so it becomes distorted but yeah, i didn't know that back then back then it was like cool an m tattoo like i don't know you know what i mean there's more nuance in your explanation than there was in the entire two episode <laughs> arc which is <laughs> basically yeah <laughs> i i uh i got a lot more out of that so like uh you know we've defended our show for being kids and and it's okay to make it easy for them but, but like what, you, what did you guys think yeah well, let me ask you another question. What, did you think it held up, and would you change stuff to it? Like, not in the sense of like bringing it up to the standards now, but even the standards of then. Like, uh... Uh, yeah, that's a fair question. I think the thing that stands out for me as an adult that I think even as a kid I probably would have known if I was more into comics is just the the inconsistencies of of people's abilities and stories and how things work, like. I feel like if I was into comics more, like I, I grew into them more like in when I was in my twenties, but like the fact that like the laser gun could do everything and like storm got shot by it. And then Scott's powers didn't work on the blob. It's just like, there's a real disconnect on like, are these people superheroes or not? Cause like, yeah, it's if, always like they, their, their powers conveniently work in the scenarios that it lines up with. And then the ones that like, they're not, uh, not very, they don't play into the plot or whatever as much. It's like, hey, they don't work now. Yeah, yeah it, that's exactly it. Like the the powers work as the plot needs it. Yeah, basically. which I guess get, like when you're a little kid, you're probably like, eh, you, you notice it, but you're like, okay, well, whatever reason that happens. But like looking back, you're like, yeah, that doesn't really make too much sense. It's like, like yeah, I guess, so, like remember that this this cartoon had at jubilee, jubilee as one of the main characters it's like nobody gives a shit about jubilee trust me on this and her fucking firecracker fireworks powers they also they're the most like uneven power like sometimes they do absolutely nothing sometimes they're like the most powerful thing you've ever seen so <laughs> it was par for the course what matt said right like it's like yeah they shot the blob at first and nothing happened and then you know Storm freezes him inside the water thing, and then suddenly all the powers work on him. And Wait. who carries his lasers? How does he get in the water again? Uh, Wolverine throws him. Throws him. So yeah. like they can all punch him in that, and he can't move. But somehow Wolverine can throw him in the water. I think yeah. it was uh, they were covering his eyes, and he just walks in the water or something. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no one can move him, but somehow he gets in the water. Like, but yeah, the uh, what what Matt was saying is very true. Like, if you go look up what what blobs the blobs powers actually are like in no point does it say that if someone punches him their hands get caught in like their his yeah that seems a little <laughs> yeah my, my overall point to that is like as kids you probably wouldn't notice it that much if you're not into it but there's no reason to not do it right you know like there's so much canon and stuff going on in x-men that you could have done it right and it would have given it a longer shelf life uh for people to watch it who are adults because then the story is a little bit more coherent and makes sense because it's it's tied to the characters they love so even though the plot might be simple because you got to rip through it in like 20 seconds the characters are real and everything feels a little bit more real and that's i think like that's what they wouldn't do in this day and age like they wouldn't 
give the characters fake powers to to suit their needs, they would. Oh wait, he has that is one of his abilities. It's what trapping. Is trapping people. He's is able it? to capture anything that attacks him within his flesh, including limbs and projectiles. That's not what I'm oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different hero. Okay. And he hero. can also redirect it. Interesting. Anyways, maybe I'll take that all back, but it still felt like I'm not gonna take it back because like Cyclops's powers were just I don't know what they were doing. Like he can shoot these like dangerous laser beams from his eyes, but if it hits the blob, it does literally nothing to him. Like I don't it's not gonna kill him, sure, but it could knock him back. Yeah, like or... he's gotta wear a thing so that he can't murder everyone, yeah. but somehow yeah. he can't hurt him. Like Yeah. That's what stuff. Yeah, like, they're all all of their powers are inconsistent. And like, like Storm, like it was another good example of like she just got she got knocked around for like the majority of the episodes for yeah. no reason. Yeah, then she's like in the critical parts is like it's her. Like she freezes yeah. him and it's like okay, cool. I guess now she's going to be effective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so that I think that's the thing, right? That's what Matt was saying. Like it's it's it only works when it has to work to move the plot forward and it also doesn't work if it needs to move the plot forward. So, yeah. Um yeah. so to answer the other part of your question, like the I wouldn't change like you you asked about you know would, would we change something yeah would you change anything to make it more then? like um no honestly like maybe maybe what Matt said like make it a little bit more consistent because there's no reason to make it inconsistent it doesn't help anything um but for today I would definitely upgrade the animation because it's it's brutal to watch again I distinctly remember from watching it back then i was like oh the animation quality is this is great and then i was you know i went with that expectation when we started watching and i was like very seriously taken aback by how like awful it was <laughs> i think it's a, it's a fine line between like how do you how do you how do you like fix that and update it and not kill everything that's about it i don't think you could right like it, it would be another cartoon and like matt says nowadays it would be a very different Tag. like if you watch cartoons from today it's a completely different like it would be 3d animation first of all and that kind of stuff so yeah but back then it was like all hand drawn and I, I would expect that this is like quote, quote unquote groundbreaking for like one week turnarounds because i guess the only other animation you could compare it to at that time is like disney cartoons maybe well, uh, Disney took years to put things out back then, right? Yeah, yeah. this is like one week turnaround, so it must be like quite amazing. Well, uh, let's let's not go give too much credit. I doubt it's one week turnaround. I mean, if you look on Disney Plus, it's like thirteen episode seasons, right? I think they just did them all in advance, but you yeah. know, for a season, so there was a little bit of time in between. Yeah, it was. I don't think the like the cadence of release was because they were drawing as they were going. It's just because you know they had to milk what they had. Yeah, but yeah. I guess like the speed, uh, it's like one season a year or something, I assume. No, no, more. more I'm assuming yeah. two, probably. I think yeah. That's usual. So what, what we used to happen, if I recall correctly, uh, okay, let me say what, ha- what used to happen in Brazil, because it might be different here. So what, what would happen is you would get all of the episodes and then I would, like, I would have to wait like six months or, or a year or sometimes even two years before it got to there. And then... I would just get one new episode every day. Mm. And if I was lucky, they would be in order. <laughs> but for the most part, it was just random shit happening. So like you would be one day, you know, you get like the days of future past, for example. So you get those two in a row 
so that's fine. And then it would be an episode of like three seasons afterwards, and it would make no sense. So, and I think that like when it, whenever he went to syndication, and even here, it would be just a random episode. So it had to kind of make sense on its own. And I think that's another reason why you had the previously on X Men kind of thing because then you knew where it was going. Yeah, well, they still do that now. The previously for shows and stuff. There's like a yeah. couple yeah. minute recap. I do remember watching cartoons when I was younger. Is like it was always a random episode, and you never know what happened before. Or like keeping track yeah. of the plot was impossible, right? So yeah. it's usually like villains of the week or like uh, multi episode storylines are pretty rare back then. Yeah, yeah, I'd say the same thing. Pretty sure it was like each episode stood on its own almost. I looked it up. So it was ordered for the Fox Kids Network, which no longer exists. Uh, and they were like 13 episode seasons. So I think it was kind of built with the idea that it was going to be more story driven or narrative driven and less like, you know, like G.I. Joe and Transformers, just like, you know, some of those are like 40 episode seasons, right? Because they're just churning out a new episode for every week. Yeah. Um, but so, so it was done by uh, Saban. Uh, they kind of took the contract on. I think they've outsourced it, but it was it was done with a very intentional tell a story a story based telling to kids um, versus uh, I think it was it's sort of a new style of way to to, to talk to kids or, or show them stories they'd like especially when you have a dedicated network like Fox Kids. I wonder if that was like because of it's based on like a comic and that maybe it's forced that they have to not butcher it too much. <laughs> yeah, probably. If you already have a set canon, right? You need to like actually do something within the canon to to get people to watch it. And the other thing I noticed, I guess this happened around the time that um, Marvel was going through their bankruptcy. It's just, so there was a oh, note yeah. that like the band actually paid for one season of episodes themselves just because it was doing so well. But Marvel didn't have the, the wherewithal to, to produce it. I don't know. I didn't read too far into that. but Yeah, because Marvel was selling properties left, right, and center, right? Just to stay afloat. I remember that. Yeah. But yeah, so this might have been the only avenue for Marvel to to make money in and sort of a cartoon versus like no one's going to watch Marvel movies, right? No one's going to yeah. watch Marvel like live action TV shows. So it's like getting to kids is the best they can do. And whoever wants to tell the story can tell it how sh- however shittily they want. They just needed money to, to survive. Yeah. So I have a question of left field. Um, so because like X, the story of X-Men is basically just paralleling uh, like what is it? persecution because i remember well luciano mentioned like the m on people's heads yeah the branding and stuff it's basically the holocaust right at this point it's like there's parallels there's like there's some kind of diversity going on like storm is a person of color jubilee i assume is also a person of color like strong female characters are also there so like there is a sense of i don't know progressiveness in these uh, cartoons did you ever feel like um growing up with it made you more diverse in your thinkings perhaps or it was uh, no but i'm a white male so like (laughs) as a kid that stuff would never dawn on me right i'm sure if you're if you're a little girl watching these things it might have a very different effect to see to see women characters portrayed along male characters and you know light that isn't is is their equals not not you know side characters even even having the, the the president of the united states in this episode be be a female in the future like that might have mattered to someone more who was looking for that but i was a stupid ass white kid who didn't know shit from shit so yeah it wouldn't matter to me at all 
because I think that's like one thing that doesn't really need changing for this these cartoons is like it seemed quite progressive for yeah. for the time. Yeah, so some of those characters were created a lot later, right? So like Jubilee, for example, is a much like is is much more recent than say um Cyclops. Cyclops or yeah. yeah. So there there's an element to that and I I also am a white male. So it wasn't I wasn't lacking in like representation ever. But I do like I think if it did one thing was normalizing seeing people that didn't look like me be the heroes. I don't know that I thought about this like consciously, but definitely subconsciously it does help. Hmm. Um although, you know, the comics, I don't know about the cartoons, but the comics are are guilty of perpetuating other stereotypes too as well so like there's been controversy left right and center with like characters like danny Rand, for example the iron fist where in the original his original incarnation he's a white guy you know and and he becomes you know the iron fist and the savior of tibet and blah 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 so it's like the mighty whitey thing of you know let let the white person come here and save the day and there was a lot of controversy there, yeah. but yeah. So like, I think thinking about it now as an adult, yeah, it made a little bit of a difference, but not, I don't, I don't think it unfortunately made as much difference as it could have. Yeah. Cause compared to watching, um, the first time we did this, we were watching movies from the seventies, eighties, eighties, eighties. Come on now. Sorry, like it's it's way before my time, so it's all. <laughs> but basically, I didn't see any kind of uh, such huge faux pas from like '80s movies versus '90s cartoons. It seems like you can bring these '90s cartoons to this day with like relatively the same plot, maybe touch it but up I, a bit. But there was no like, there was no like, yikes! You can't say that today. I, I think that's also, but that's like comedy versus like, like I don't know what you would consider the X Men the animated series and all that but adventure like, right like, action adventure yeah like comedy is gonna be more probably i guess tied to the time period where like i find like x-men all that it's not really or it's not as tied to the time period especially when it's like the episodes like future based and stuff so it's like how much is actual views of that time period and how much is like this is what we think is going to be in the future like when you're talking about like the the uh, fitbit looking stuff it's like if that episode wasn't about the future that wouldn't have been there yeah yeah I think you're right. Like it's not, um, it's not even like it's. And this is a kids show too, right? So it's not going to be as risque. Whatever risque is at the time, it's not going to be as risque as as a movie, as a comedy, especially an adult comedy. Yeah, I think yeah. nowadays there's it's more, or maybe not, maybe even later than this. Like some kids cartoons are geared towards like kids and adults. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely not the case back then. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to think. There's some good examples of. I think even then there was like a few, not a lot. So the '90s might be a little tougher, but uh, certainly the cartoons coming out of the end of the '80s were very much like focused on giving kids morals. I mean, the Transformers and the the He-Man's of that era yeah. were very much like at the end of the show in He-Man, for example, Orko would give you like the life lesson of the day, right? Like, yeah. don't lie to your parents, trust the policeman, all that nonsense. Um, and and I think they've toned that down in the 90s. So I think it's shifted. I still think they're trying to... Kids shows are, are, are 
more likely to always hold up better because a the the um, story arc or the the ideals they're trying to put across are simplified, um, and and they're idealistic in a way that movies aren't. Like you know, if you think about what we watched, uh, was it the Jewel of the Nile? I think. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Romancing the Stone actually. Or sorry, Romancing the Stone. That's right. It didn't give a crap about. Um, your ideals, right? It was like, this woman is going to get with this guy because he's rugged and handsome and all the things you would expect out of a movie made when people didn't really care about women's rights or like equal representation. And a cartoon's not going to like, it's going to be a little bit more idealistic in how it presents itself to say, oh yeah, all your friends are equal. And they'll do go out of the way a little bit more to like, to be balanced because there's more regulation on what are showed to kids. Then it's like, if you're an adult, fuck it, we don't care about you anymore. I think it's also like that bounce between like because a lot of like cartoons and stuff are there to sell like the action figures and all that yeah, kind of exactly, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like yeah. I think it ties into that. Like if you have more like a, I guess a more wholesome cartoon and stuff, the kids will want to buy like I guess more variety of the the people in it versus if you have like I guess the heroes and the bad guys are going to buy like more of the heroes I guess versus the bad guys. There's yeah. also like it 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 did improve in that sense right um from from the 80s because if you look at like 80s cartoons like thundercats or, or superhawks you know it's a lot different in terms of representation right i don't know what these shows are <laughs> jesus yeah. but um can't talk, wait, any, can't any talk to you people <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get those into into your brain soon enough uh but since you cowards have avoided this uh long enough let's actually i want to actually know what you think of what you thought of these this episodes uh done let's go with you first ah, so i liked it because i liked it for exact reasons i was probably like when i was a kid it's like easy watch i don't have to be too invested to watch the whole thing it's like uh it's kind of throwing at you you don't have to be like oh that happened okay this is gonna happen next because the show is probably not even gonna follow along that kind of storyline <laughs> so it's like i feel good uh i guess i'm odd in the sense that i prefer that kind of animation to like how stuff's animated nowadays i find like nowadays that animation the style is like i don't pay attention too much uh i don't really know why <laughs> Is it, are you talking about like more 3D kind of animation? Or? Yeah, but even now, you know, even like the stuff now that's like it, it's made to be, I guess, more like 2D and stuff. I don't even like that. It's something about how it's done now that's. Yeah. I don't know if it's like it's too crisp or something. I, I think I know what you mean. It's like um, nowadays it's like it's super clean. The what we were watching was like it was, it was like really messy and dirty, but there was so much detail in the background. Yeah, now. yeah, it's like there's a lot to draw you in. It's not just like uh, the background, like stupid example backgrounds like a sky with a cloud and it's like very crisp it's like it's gonna be like more like not grungy but i guess character to everything because most likely it was hand-drawn yeah there was also a lot less i would say scrutiny from like editors right if the the person drawing wanted to draw some like garbage at the at the back you just do it Oh, you mean yeah. like hiding penises in the Disney <laughs> Disney animated films? I, yeah, but maybe tone down a couple of notches from that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What uh, What did you think, Dwight? Uh, so for me, um, yeah, I think you can basically just port this over to modern day cartoons and just watch it fine. Maybe touch up animation a bit and tighten up the story a little bit, but it, everything else is like it basically carries the DNA of modern modern cartoons and modern tv shows i guess like all the ideas are there like it doesn't feel old at all right you're talking about time travel like all the movies 
in the last 10 years there's at least two or three movies dealing with time travel like they rebooted days of future past into live action film so it's like it has not gotten stale and there was no like weird social faux pas like there's at no moment we were like oh shit you can't say that nowadays everything was like above board so it's like just port it over redo like reboot x-men cartoons and i'm sure everyone will watch it i know i would so yeah i'd give it like a eight out of ten was like it's fine just touch things up but it was a product of the technology they had back then so can't really can't really dock marks for that cool uh matt watching it again what did you think i i think i just heard that we're right and yeah yeah that's what and, i heard too and everybody else is wrong so Wait, uh, excuse me would you watch it right now though i just did <laughs> well you, you watched it to prove a point but now are you gonna watch the rest of it? <laughs> yeah probably because like to, to dunn's point like that's I don't know if it's now more than ever or if it's just me aging and just not having the the effort in me to try. But sometimes I just need to really shut my brain off. And simplistic cartoons like this that let me see superheroes doing simple things, I'm kind of here for it. Like, I like the superhero movies. I like, you know, the Same. Thors and the Ant-Mans and stuff. But, you know, I think I was thinking about watching, like, Civil War. And, like, it's a great movie, but it's a complex movie. There's lots going on there, right? Like, Baron Zemo is literally trying to make everybody kill each other. And sometimes I just want to have like a happy, fun time watching a story where there's no consequences. You mean we're yeah, going to murder it's... each other? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I, get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. I'm not getting murdered. I'm happy. But like they're not actually going to be murdered because that's cartoons, right? Oh, yeah. And if not, they'll just come back to life anyways. Yeah, that's yeah. the joy. Yeah. I feel like there will always be a niche for that kind of like that style of entertainment. It's like, you don't have to heavily invest in it. Like uh, your character is not going to die. If you like someone, if they die, they're going to come back. Like you could just pick it up wherever you want and watch random episodes. It's, it's not really going to affect you too much. Yeah, I really like the contrast that Matt made with, you know, something more complex, like the, the civil war movie, because it like the civil war movie, if you're not paying attention to the movie, like you're, you're like going to miss something important or you're going to not like enjoy it as much. And this one, you just leave it in the background, go do something else, and occasionally look at it, and you're fine, right? Yeah, I think I found myself when I watched most of the, the all the different like new Marvel movies and that is like I found myself like googling to figure out like I guess deeper stuff about what was going on because like maybe I didn't know something. I was like, okay, so why was this person doing this? Yeah, I'd have to like basically look it up and figure it out and go, oh, okay, now it makes sense that like they were trying to get go after this person or that was happening. It's like. There's definitely a deep investment. And a lot of that is to appeal to nostalgia to or, or like to get the real, like the nerd people like me, for example. Yeah. The, the people that really know the intricacies of something, not necessarily as much with Marvel, but like with other things, it's a, that's the same vein of, oh, I'm going to put this one detail here that's going to make zero difference in the plot, but the real nerds are going to go, ooh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, which to me, like, I find that stuff's, like, important because, like, it adds value to the, the film, in my view, because if, like, you're bringing in those people, then, like, there's a, a really a really deep, kind of, like, a deep uh, knowledge behind everything. Yeah, it's, you know, it appeals to the, like, when I was younger and I used to love these things and blah, blah, blah. As long as it's not overdone, I like it, but you know, some things overdo it. Oh, yeah, I have a callback every 20 seconds. Yeah, and that's that's the plot. The plot is callbacks. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, Star Wars Solo. We covered that. Oh yeah, yeah. that's but that's I, not. Did yeah. we get a Luciano's take on take on this? Uh, I mean, you're asking me to speak more. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, I I agree, with Matt. I think it's you know it's uh, for me it's there's an, another layer to it, which is it's hard to watch without thinking back to you know who I was and what I was doing back then. And so there's definitely rose tinted glasses there, but I, I think it would hold up today as well. If you spruced up the animation a bit, I don't even think you need to tighten up the storylines as, mm-hmm. as Dunn said, like, I, I don't think kids are more discerning viewers these days than they were back when we were young. <laughs> no, I, I think you could even go shorter episodes in all, in all honesty. <laughs> like, cause yeah. Like when you're competing with things like YouTube videos and that, like yeah, there's like there could be oh, ones that that's are quite a very long, good point. But if you have like a five minute episode, you're gonna have people just like like little kids like just going through them like crazy. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, you have to compete with like thirty second things like vines and shit. Oh, vines not there anymore, but you know what I mean. TikTok TikToks. nowadays. Okay, boomer. Uh, you gotta fight with Quibi. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Are you saying vines are boomer things now? This is a no, I, unacceptable. No, you didn't know TikTok. That's what I was calling. I it. did know TikTok. I just don't like it. You went to Vine first. That was the problem. Yeah, that that is a, that is on you, old man. Why? <laughs> there, was, there was no Vine when I was young. Vine is like what five years old. There was and it, the Vine was called just called Real Life when you like turned your head and saw something <laughs> for five seconds. And, <laughs> oh, you mean when we could go outside? Oh yes. yeah, that was that was like when you were young too, wasn't it? <laughs> go outside yes. and see other people yeah yeah, yeah we so definitely could do that so many years ago <laughs> seems like forever ago yeah Which brings up a good point do you think cartoons actually work nowadays like do kids watch? well sure they watch cartoons but like i'd like, say kids watch more cartoons now is it the same kind of format? Like, would people just be watching you like a bunch of youtube videos and see what's going on there does cartoons have the same popularity yeah, I don't, I don't know 100%. Um, I'm thinking about my niece, who's three. She watches things like Paw Patrol uh, and Peppa Pig. Um, and I think there's always going to be, like, that is that is a separate world from what we're talking about. Like, I think kids at that age, like, any TV is great. Like, if you watch, like, a little kid watch TV, it's like their brain is just being destroyed <laughs> yeah. by, like, cocaine yeah. or something. Taken, <laughs> o- taken over by a foreign entity, basically. Yeah. So, so like... Just making an entertaining show for them. I don't know what what it, what it takes, but I don't think it's, it's anywhere as complex as this show. But I remember watching for a little bit on Netflix. They released um, I can't remember the name of the show, but it was about um, this this uh, character, and the world was had trolls, and he became a troll protector. Um, and the and that story, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look up the title here in a second. But that story had way more coherence and a plot and like connecting uh, plot lines. And I think a lot of that comes to do with the fact that it's on Netflix, right? So as a kid, you're just going to sit down and you're going to rip out like three or four episodes. So like having a, a plot line that carries through the entire arc doesn't matter because you can watch it all and go back and see it whenever you want. And so reminding people, like unless it's like a five second reminder, like you don't need to do it because they probably just watched it. Okay. Uh, is it, Troll Hunters on Netflix. I get Troll Hunters, yeah. That yeah, seems like it. Yeah, but the name seems right. 
But yeah, uh, kind of like brings me back to uh, like Avatar, Last Airbender. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, oh, that's a good. Well, well, that's not that new either. It's not. No, new. but I think they're good corollaries. I think they are much more modern in, in their in the way they're built than X Men was. X Men was like the forerunner to like to those kind of shows. It feels like. Yeah, I think it's a lot of the cartoons are trending towards like deeper story, but it's still accessible. Like if you just watch a random episode, you you could probably catch on what's going on, or like there's a lesson at each, at the end of each episode. But like the overarching story is like uh, there's enough world building and character building and whatnot to to hook in older viewers. So it's like the range of viewers is much wider. So there's something for everybody. Uh, Did but, the animated series ever have movies? No. What do you mean? No. X Men. Oh, yeah, X Men. Like... No, no. They there was a good ten year gap between like or a little less, I guess, from like the end of the animated series and then the first X Men movies. There was a right. good gap there. Yeah. Yeah, because the thing I was thinking of was like, like stupidly enough, is like Pokemon. Like they have episodes and they have like full feature length movies that are also animated movies, and it's like. It's interesting to think of how they all tie that together. Uh, no, I don't. I, I think it it ran for like what five seasons, six seasons. The animation. I don't. I don't think there there was a movie. Was there a movie? Now I'm curious. No, I don't believe there was a movie. It ran for what I saw sixty five episodes. I have it open here. Uh, season one, two, three, four, five. At the end of season five, yeah, there's no no listing of a movie or anything like that. Um. I think I think in this case, and not to get too far into the politics of how how rights to things get sold, but I think in this case they only ever had the rights to do a cartoon and a, and a TV show, and I think Marvel was actively trying to sell the movie rights, and that probably like the live action movie rights, and that probably cuts into it. I think of like Transformers as an example; they had a cartoon movie that kind of built off the TV show with the voices and stuff, but. Um, I think that was different because at the time we did not have the technology to to make a Transformers movie, so so you're left with only only being able to do the the like cartoon cartoonness of it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's exactly like because it looks like the last season of this was like '97, then the first X Men was like yeah. 2000. That's not a long gap. No, not at all. So it's like you wouldn't really be putting out like a like a live action X Men and a animated one to compete with each other and potentially pull from each other yeah and let me i'm just trying to read here i feel like the last season may have been that's when marvel was bankrupt so september 97 uh was that when they were back or you're just looking at the end of the season was september 97 yeah Yeah, it just says given its bankruptcy marvel's bankruptcy i have to look it up but it, it could very well be linked to the idea that their bankruptcy was happening while the show was like the last season was being aired yeah you're right and so like you're not gonna there you go. Yeah. So you're not going to be putting in like Saban might be like, we'll pay for these episodes because the show is kicking ass and we're making money, but they're not going to be like, okay, let's go make a movie. That might be yeah. a, a bridge too far. Yeah. And then, and also you have to remember, like, even if there was a movie, um, nobody was really worried about continuity anywhere anyway. So it might have been a completely disconnected thing anyway. Right. So like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I in, in some ways I'm, I think I'm glad there wasn't a movie because that would have been like weird, you know, as a kid to say, wait, wait a minute, that's not how that works. Whatever little my my kid brain could grasp of like a backstory. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I think anyway, it's hard to add in, basically. Yeah. So we're coming up on time here. Does anybody want to add anything? Anything no. else that was left unsaid? Not really. I think, yeah. Uh, I'd watch it if it just looks better. <laughs> wow, Dwight. But, uh, but yeah. I see how it is. Yeah. That's my, my end, my, my take on it. Done. Yeah, I think for me, uh, I prefer that style, but I think I moved away from even watching a lot of animated stuff now. So, anything from you, Matt? Not that we care. No, I mean, I don't care. We got to win. Like they both liked it. Um, <laughs> you know, Dwight hates the art style. He said he he enjoyed it and it was good. So, um, proof. I'm glad they were able to come around in the end. Yeah, proof to everybody that listens that um, we're right, as we've always said, and it's just nice to to bask in our rightness once in a while. Tell that to the first time we did this. <laughs> In my defense, I, I don't know. I feel no, like I picked, I, there's I, no defense. Did I pick, did I pick? I picked it. Yeah, I picked Beverly Hills Cop. I'm fine. I did great. Oh, I picked Police Academy, which was the most liked one. The problem was Romancing the Stone. Let's let's be honest here. Yeah. So, but this is yeah. not that episode. So. <laughs> This is a this is this episode, not that episode. So. Fair. Um. So really, we're we're fifty percent, two for one, or one for two. That yeah, that sounds better. One for two, and um, and we'll yeah. do it again. And I'm sure they'll love what we pick because um, we're awesome. Yes. Yep. All right. We should go harder in the next one. Let's pick like He Man or oh. Thundercats. Thundercats, <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, on that note, um, this is all the time we have for today. If you would like to email us and tell us how right we are and uh, how wrong Dwight and, and Andrew were before they came to our side and became right, feel free to email us at yourwrongcast at gmail.com, provided you know how to spell that. Dwight and Dunn, thank you for uh, joining us today. It was, this was fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah thank you. And... Uh, for now, I am Luciano. I'm Matt. And uh, remember, you can have your own opinions whenever, wherever. But unless you come around to our opinions, you will forever and ever be wrong. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>